You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. Welcome to the Fod Pod, the Practical Horseman podcast mini-sode series where we share audio clips from our favorite Practical Horseman on-demand videos. At Practical Horseman On Demand, you can enjoy hundreds of how-to videos and get insider access to exclusive interviews and lectures, slow-motion demonstrations, and step-by-step tutorials taught by top-level pros in the hunter, jumper, equitation, and eventing disciplines. Head over to practicalhorsemanondemand.com and use promo code FODPOD for 15% off when you sign up. That's practicalhorsemanondemand.com and promo code FODPOD, that's P-H-O-D-P-O-D, for 15% off. On this week's episode, hunter trainer Louise Sirio coaches riders through a typical hunter course in part one of this two-part series. With a spooky horse, she advises the rider to support the horse but not override the horse. The rider also needs to be confident, positive, and accurate so the horses also feel confident. She then talks about what happened on course and ways to improve the rounds. Before we dive into the clip, I'd like to thank the sponsor of this FODPOD episode, Spalding Labs, and share their message. Have you found a fly control solution that actually works? Instead of going after the adult flies, this year, try stopping them before they hatch with fly predators, a preventative approach to fly control. Fly predators are the all-natural fly control solution used by top professionals because they just work. Fly predators kill flies before they hatch, meaning they'll never get a chance to bother you or your horses. Get ahead of the flies this summer. Visit spalding-labs.com to order your fly predators today, or call their team of experts at 877-KILL-FLY. That's 877-545-5359. Now, enjoy the clip. Hi, so now we're gonna do some courses with these two horses. We've already warmed up over some of the Cavalettis and a couple single jumps. So now we're gonna do a nice course and then we'll talk about it afterwards, what I think they need to do. Rachel, you're going to go first. I want you to jump everything out here. Let's start the quarter line the other way, then right up the five here. Then maybe do the oxer here with a a longer landing. And then the green and up the outside and the five over there. My ring is small, so most of the jumps go both ways. It makes it a lot easier to do courses. She might be making up her own course. So this one tends to be a little bit spooky sometimes. He's been really good lately, but she's going to ride him as quietly as she can without applying too much force, but being ready for him to need support because they need support, but they don't need to feel threatened by the rider. Good. So he actually took her a little bit there. Oh, a little playful. Good, she's going to make sure she gets down the line. 
so that there's no question about a distance. You know, the other thing you want with these guys that are a little, that can get a little nervous is you want to be very positive and very accurate so that they are very comfortable. They want to be confident and know that the distances that you ask them to leave from are really easy for them. So he's going to look a little at that, but she just kind of added a step there and made him comfortable. Well, she kind of felt him backing up, so rather than asking for something long, she added a step to give him the security to know that he, you know, uh, that she doesn't have to ride forward if he's a little bit nervous about it. That was really nice, really nice. He's a lot of quality, this horse. Okay, Chrissy, same course. Good, really good, huh? She's just supportive. You know, you don't want to overreact and kind of, oh, you know, go at him like that. You want to just keep saying, stay ahead of my leg, listen to what I'm telling you, and it'll all be fine. Leg first. This one has not jumped that much. As I said, he came back from a natural horsemanship place. So he hasn't done a lot of jumping since he's been back. Somebody's trying too hard. Okay, stop for a minute and see what he did there. He swapped off in front of that. Go back and do that again. You got a little swap there. I don't know. He's not much of a swapper usually. I don't know if he got a little bit to the left corner, so she took him a little right and he did that. So now you have to be thoughtful about that. What she's going to do now is <coughs> make sure he's right in the middle. A little right leg and a little left hand. It's just not a normal thing for him to do. There, he didn't do it. Nice lead change. You know, there he's kind of overreacting a little bit to her leg, and she has a bigger spur on, and we'll take that off. I think spurs really, really can make the horses nervous. See, he's kind of taking her past him now. Yep. Good. Um, Chrissy, right in here. We're going to take your spur off. So, you know, on the flat, you almost 
I think you a lot need a spur, but I think sometimes jumping when you have a horse that's broken nicely and thoughtful that you can you can use little tiny spurs. I know the whole time I showed I used little teeny tiny spurs because I communicate a lot with my leg. I'm always that's my main communication with the horse. So I didn't need a lot of spur because I could keep them ahead of my leg pretty easily. Chrissy, do that again and see if he'll relax a little bit. All right, he just started to take you a little bit after you did the line. So do that whole course once more. He was good about not swapping. I don't really, he's not really a swapper at that first jump, but do that whole course again. That was a nice jump. <clears throat> so now we want to see if he doesn't pick up again. This is where he kind of got going the last time. That was better. You see he had a lot less take you to the jump. And I think you'll see the same thing now. He knows the spurs are off. A little bit there. I would have liked to see him take uh, to slow down a little bit more as she asked. Good, really nice. So again, I think he was better without the spur. You know, even though you say you're not using it, sometimes they know it's there and they're just a little bit more sensitive about it. So picking up from the last video, the one horse swapped off with his front legs in front of that first jump. He was on his left lead and he swapped to the right. So that's not good, especially when you're just talking a quarter line single. There's no angle to it. You're not jumping off of a diagonal. I'm not sure why he did it there, but um, what you'd like them to do, obviously, is to stay on one lead, leaving the ground. It gives them more power and gives them the ability to jump it in a much better style. You know, um, it can be a bad habit with horses and it can also be something that the rider does by using a little stronger rein on one side than the other and leaning one way or the other. I know that I have to work on with some of my students jumping out of diagonal lines. They think about turning too quickly when they land and when you have a horse that will swap off and you're jumping down a diagonal, say you're jumping down this left lead diagonal and you're getting to the out and you're leaning into the right and your horse is on the left lead, you're gonna get a swap. So when you do that, when you're practicing to have that not happen, that you not only have to use a little right leg and left hand, but you have to enforce the straightness when you land. You don't do it off the ground and then let them fall in. You keep them straight when they land and you use your inside leg to your outside rein to keep them straight and then you kind of half halt and then you make the turn. 
but it doesn't do you any good to do it off the ground and not on the landing stride. Some horses, again, they know where they're going and they'll just do the swap because it's a little uh, easier for them. But you really want to make the habit, it's the habit of the landing is as important as the takeoff. You know, your, your landing stride is important too. It's not just about the takeoff stride, it's that you land in balance, you help your horse stay straight, and then you help them get back to the original rhythm and stride length that you started from. Thanks again for listening to this FOD Pod minisode, and thanks again to our sponsor, Spalding Labs. Learn more at spalding-labs.com. For unlimited access to more lessons like this, sign up for Practical Horseman On Demand at practicalhorsemanondemand.com and use promo code FODPOD, that's P-H-O-D-P-O-D, to get 15% off. Thanks again for listening.